Yo, what's going on, y'all? We chilling. We good. It's Tuesday. Probably the worst day of the week. Easily, you know, Tuesdays is quite easily worse than Mondays. Nothing come on Tuesdays. If you think about it, or not, I think about it. Nothing in the history of TV. Let's say if you twenty five, right? Think of something fire that came on on Tuesday. I give you a couple seconds. Think of think of a TV show. Think of uh, any type of. Sp- I mean, basketball randomly comes on Tuesday, but you don't get the fire games on Tuesday. You get the fucking uh, Pistons versus Suns on Tuesday. I'm talking like nothing fire, nothing good happens on Tuesday. So Tuesday is because it's kind of like neutral ground. It's not Monday because Mondays can be kind of shitty, but it kind of the start of some shit. Wednesday lets us know that it's about to be over. Uh, and Wednesday's kind of neutral ground also, but Wednesday's is always a lot more pop, and it's hump day. Tuesday, there's no, there's nothing for Tuesday. What I want to talk about today is uh, a couple things. We're going to talk about some sports. Talk about maybe a, a little bit of UFC and that thing. Uh, if I eat anything exciting, I've been eating the same bullshit. Nah, I have been eating the same bullshit, but... You know, we kind of, uh, I mean, I, I had some seaweed. I tried seaweed, uh, seaweed, not bad. It, it was, it was drizzling in hot sauce. The bitch was drowning in hot sauce and, and, uh, some meat and rice, but Hey, it, it, it was consumed. Uh, I don't think it was, uh, I bought some dry ones too. I tasted one flake of it and I tell you what, it's pretty trash. Uh, so I'll probably just consume seaweed in its cooked fashion. Because the the regular dried kind of flaked fashion, um, it, it's kind of like you ever seen a a German Shepherd slide their ass uh, across the front part of your lawn. So you, you look out the window and a German Shepherd is just he's just uh, just bobsledding across the front of your lawn. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to after he lifts up, I want you to take a, a parcel of grass and I want you to eat that grass. And that's what dried seaweed tastes like. It tastes like grass and ass. It's pretty terrible. It's pretty awful. Uh, I'm looking at a, a half a bottle of delicious wine that I'm consuming tonight. Um, after uh, maybe going into a light seizure doing push-ups tonight. Uh, that just seems like my night, my dinner would be a bottle of wine. And, and maybe a little bit of water. So uh, that's what it's looking like for me. You know, it's, it's just a real exciting life. Uh, alcohol. Water, sleep, uh, some video games, um, and, and some tacos here and there. It's pretty much uh, what the last 30 years have been about. So, you know, getting into sports. I don't know if I want to talk basketball. I don't want to talk UFC first. I, I think I'm going to lean more basketball. Uh, it's been a lot going on, man. It's just, you know, the season is young. Uh, Clay just... Clay just broke the the three point record which his teammate had. So, whoop the fucking do to us just having to deal with that. And KD is fully capable of also breaking that record. So now we're in a just a three way dance Bermuda Triangle tornado of fiery hell. Um, uh, that's what we have to deal with now. And uh, you know, I never was a, a big. I'm just not a KD fan in general. Of course, I know his skill is one of the greatest players of all time. Just not a fan of him in general. Uh, so him moving 
to Golden State, really, you know, competitive style, I don't really give a shit. Uh, him as a person, uh, I, I couldn't really care for it. You know, the it's really about the the online thing. I mean, this dude is is it's a multimillionaire. You know, all of us we're not multimillionaires. People listening, this most likely you're not a multimillionaire. Multimillionaire means you pretty much get to do whatever you want, when you want, and how you want to do it. Uh, myself, including. Myself and y'all, uh, we gotta wake our ass up in the morning. You know, we gotta take our ass to go do eight hours, nine, ten hours, sixteen hours. If you, uh, if it's really eighteen, twenty, uh, where you working? And uh, you know, we get on social media and we just kind of do our thing. Uh, the, the fact that somebody is probably worth three to f- probably has earned himself three or four hundred million dollars, and that's good for him to make. Uh, several bogus accounts to reply to and to just to say things that he could just quite easily say himself. If he wanted to say Billy Donovan was the reason why uh, he thought they were trash. You could just say that Billy Donovan was only that one year. You can, you, you can say it better. Actually, you can just say that, Hey, you know, the offense that he gets, we wasn't, we wasn't, we wasn't equipped for it. We, we didn't know we didn't, I couldn't get it. You know, we had one coach for for eight years, and all of a sudden you give us a college coach, and, and that's how it go. He could have done that. Uh, he he could have berated a Billy Donovan's uh, coaching. Is it Billy Donovan? I think it's Billy Donovan. Yeah, it's one of his fucking coaches. He could have just called him a piece of shit uh, outright, or he could have just, uh, you know, blamed him, but not blame him at the same time by saying, hey, he just couldn't adjust to the offense, things was too new. Um, he didn't want to start over with a new coach and new, you know, he could have done that. That would have been an easy route. But uh, instead, a, a $400 million man decides to make uh, an account called fucking uh, Gullah Gullah Island 72. And uh, I assume follow himself on Twitter and click through his own tweets just to reply to replies that was replied to him through his main account and he did that through several burn accounts maybe four or five of them if that's not the weirdest fucking shit you've heard in quite a while as far as a just somebody with a lack of confidence um and having a lack of confidence, you know, sometimes I lack confidence. There's, there's certain moments, you know, you, you feel uh, you, you feel vulnerable. You feel like, you know, maybe I'm not good enough for this or maybe I can't do this. It's not like a, a, a depression thing. It's just shit. Hey, I want to climb a mountain. Well, maybe I just don't. Maybe I'm not too good to climb a fucking mountain. I'll just go sit down somewhere. You know, there's, there's just things like that you can do. You can climb a mountain. You can work at climbing a mountain. Do you feel like climbing a mountain? Uh, probably fucking not. Uh, but do I make several burner accounts to reply to other people that are mountain climbers and call them uh, lazy bitches uh, because they are climbing mountains and I'm not? I mean, I could do that. That actually seems like a pretty fucking good idea. Uh, but it's not something I have done. Probably something I won't do. So just the mindset of that is just incredibly weird. Uh, I'm not saying he should be super outspoken and potentially, you know, fuck up his persona. You know, he does a lot of things in the community. He does a lot of things. You know, it's just a lack of uh, 
self-confidence that just kind of snowballed into a um a mountain of pussy tree as i call it pussy tree is the it's the it's a scientific word so you 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 have you have players like that uh that's on golden state so what you get is is you have I don't want to be disrespectful and call them betas, but they have very beta-ish attitudes at times, and that that's what helps them all blend together. Um, I would say definitely Clay and Clay and Curry. Uh, they're very passive, piss-colored cats. That they're, they're fantastic for the NBA. You know, they're, they're Clay is weird. Uh, he probably collects spiders. Probably has an albino snake. Uh, Curry is just he's Curry. You know, he's that guy. Uh, Draymond is. I'm leaning more studio gangster at this point, but Draymond is a he's a good cat. You know, he, he does what he does and he kind of take care of what he needs to take care of. So. It's just weird kind of analyzing. Uh, analyzing NBA talents, you know, analyzing NBA talents, of course, they're, they're people just like any other ones. They're just people with several uh, million dollars to seemingly and. uh kind of i could say that factually speaking they just kind of have a million dollars to piss away you know 60 70 percent or whatever the number is they they go bankrupt they lose all their cash you lose their bread and some people can see it as sad and unfortunate i mean if you can find a way to burn through 120 or 60 million earned dollars if you can find a way to just blow through that shit he probably lived a pretty good fucking life. Like, I'm not sure what you bought for 67, 70, 80, uh, 10, or 20, or 40 million dollars. I'm not sure what the fuck you purchased. But I'm sure you had a good fucking time if you're not flat broke uh, because of that. You know, the the league is such in a, it's in a weird place. I think we're in that, um, we're in that mode. Where LeBron, he's still a king. I think this is the year where it's seen that, you know, that time is done. I think it'll be more like 98 Jordan. Where, of course, we know he's still absolutely fucking amazing. But, you know, he may need to get help to the bench a couple times. It's, it's, there's moments. There's moments. Jalen Rose scored 30 on Michael Jordan in 1998. If it was 1993, Jalen Rose would have scored three on Michael Jordan. So, you know, there, there's lapses. It's for the time. This shit just happens. It's how it goes. You know, but kind of the, the the personalities of the cats in the NBA is it's just very different. Um, you got cats like Colin Anthony Towns, who's for the most part, he's very, very passive guy. Uh, from how it seems, you know, of course, I don't, I don't know these niggas. He's a real passive dude. Uh, he seems a little shaken. He seems a little broken at this whole Jimmy Butler thing that's been going on. Jimmy Butler, you know, for people that don't follow basketball, Jimmy Butler just pretty much uh, berated his entire team. And it's very confusing. I've spoken about this before. It, it's real confusing. Because, I mean, Jimmy Butler, it's not like cold i think he's very good but he's not like anthony davis he's not Giannis. he's not 
He's not any of those cats. He's not Curry. He's not Durant. Yeah, I, I guess he can be Clay. He can create his own shot better than Clay, but Clay has definitely bigger moments. Uh, the, him and Clay play just about the same amount of defense. Clay shoots three better, which equals more. If I didn't have to name a top three shooting guards in the league, I guess Jimmy Butler would be three. Does, does he play the three now? If I, if, if I put him at the three, he's not even top five. So he's better off being a shooting guard on, on, on my list. On my list anyway, but uh, he just pretty much shit on the whole team. Uh, Wiggins is from Canada, so I don't really care what Wiggins was told. I'm not really. Uh, yeah, it don't matter. He's from Canada. Uh, Towns is a little. He's a little skittish, man. I think he's from. Uh, I think he's Dominican or something like that. Uh, these cats, you know, I was a little tougher mentally. You know, it's a different generation, so. I don't know, man. Maybe you got marshmallows in his shoes. I'm not. I'm not really sure how these cats think. I'm not really sure how things go. You know, they. Everything in life is is so competitive, and they're dealing with such a. They're dealing with a lot on the line, and I mean that could be one of the things that's kind of uh fucking with calling at the times. He just got 150 million dollars. When you're 21, there's 150 million dollars, and you're still getting berated. Uh, by a dude who's not the best player on the team, and there's nobody on the team that actually says anything to this guy. It's probably not good. It's probably not very good. Uh, you got cats like Ben Simmons, who seems to be 35 years old already. Um, same with Embiid, who's probably 45. I uh, one of the one of the most kind of interesting stories that i've seen just so far i mean it's been like seven eight games it's got to be Kawhi, because i'm trying to figure out right so doing all the trade talks we heard about all these teams trying to get Kawhi. boston was trying to get Kawhi. um the Raps was just out of nowhere the lakers was definitely trying to get the Kawhi. the clippers was one of those teams trying to get Kawhi, and i believe there was one or two other teams raptors was like the last team i heard um So that's the thing about Boston. I assume Pop wanted Jalen Brown or Tatum. Oh, I don't know if Gordon Hayward was on it. Gordon Hayward could have been on the table. But I, 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 he at least wanted Tatum. Tatum is a no-go. I agree with that. Tatum is uh, definitely a no-go. Jalen Brown... They're, they're the same player. It's just one seems to be more offensively confident than the other. I think they're I think they're the same player. I think they're gonna average the same shit. I think they're gonna defend the same way. I think if you keep them two together, uh you're gonna have a really good Bash Brothers for like the next 15, 20 years. But I can see why. I can't see why. Kawhi is probably like 28, 30, maybe, maybe. He's a two or three time defensive player of the year. He's a finals MVP, which means, of course, that he won a finals. So he's an NBA champion. He beat one of the greatest teams ever constructed in the last 30 years. He, in, the, the, in the finals, he won MVP for. 
by the largest margin that anybody has ever lost the finals in the history of the of basketball. NBA, ABA, all that shit. Let me repeat that. For the last 25 or 30 years, the Heatles, the Miami Heat, Kawhi Leonard was a part of the team that beat them by the largest margin any team has ever been beat in the NBA Finals in the history of basketball. That's a lot of shit. So, problem is he's on a one-year contract. That whole situation last year with the Spurs is very shady. So, you don't know if he's going to stay. But what if he does stay? And what if you're the Los Angeles Lakers? Who don't want to give up Brandon Ingram. Most likely, the, the trade was going to be for Brandon Ingram. Hart. Um... And maybe a pick for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. They're probably going. It's probably going to be a three-player to two-player trade to get Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Let's say Lonzo wasn't in the trade. Matter of fact, let's say Lonzo was in the trade because the Lonzo Rondo thing doesn't make sense. So let's say it was Rondo Hart, and um, they wasn't giving up Hart. Let's say it was they wasn't giving up Hart or Brandon Ingram. Let's just say it was Lonzo, Hart, and Brandon Ingram. Them three for Kawhi and Danny Green. The level of play, and of course, I'm not an NBA owner or GM or anything, but the level of play you're going to get from Kawhi potentially for six years, potentially. Is that not greater? And that's proven. That's those are proven. His 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 record is proven. His his play is proven. Is those five or six years, four to six years, of proven play with LeBron James and Rondo and all these other pieces? Is that not better than the potential? Of Hart, Lonzo, and Kuzma. Not Kuzma. Because Kuzma is, is definite. Kuzma is definite. The only person, only young player on that team, mark my words, that is definite is Kuzma. Kuzma will work. Kuzma is a beast. Everybody else on the fence. Kuzma is a monster. Kawhi, Kuzma, Braun, Rondo, JaVale McGee. Lance Stevenson throwing in there somewhere. Take out Rondo. That way they're running. I don't see. I don't, I don't see how you don't do it. I mean, unless they think they're gonna get him next year. And they, but they thought that about Paul George. Uh, and actually, it was since we discussed Paul George, let's discuss Paul George right now. Paul George did not go to the Los Angeles Lakers. This past season, he stayed in Oklahoma, who's now one in five, one in four, one in five, one in four. He stayed with them because they didn't trade for him the year prior or two years prior. They didn't trade for him from Indiana. So he didn't even give him a meeting this past season. 
Paul George, you know, I'll say it, on, on one hand, he's very good at making decisions because he's a multi-millionaire. He, he just got a nine-figure contract. On another hand, he tried to pay his, try to pay his baby mama, try to pay a lady a million dollars to get an abortion. She didn't get the abortion. She had the kid. And then he wound up having two more kids with her. A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay. So, so is it, so why would they trade for you when you already told the owner of your team that you are going there either way it goes? You told the owner, and why would the owner trade you to some? Why would he give you your wish by trading you to that team? And why would they trade for you if they know the very next year you said it out of your mouth? That's where you are going to end up. You told the owner of the team that everybody in, I think everybody who's ever watched basketball figured that you were going there because he said he was going there. So the Lakers didn't trade for him. Because why trade for somebody that is going to come to your team for free? And it's not for free, but for free, free. So he decided to stay in Oklahoma City. It is what it is. I think. I don't think he's. uh, You know, uh, uh, equipped to, to play with somebody like. Like Russ, I think Russ is uh, probably one of the greatest talents sports has ever seen. We talk about LeBron and how crazy LeBron has been over the past 15, how consistent he's been. I don't think there's nobody who's played at the speed that Russell Westbrook has played at for 10 years and who has more surgeries than Derrick Rose. Now, we're not comparing mental capacity here because... There's no mental capacity fucking optimator or whatever. All right, nigga ain't a gas tank. Ain't ain't no E and F for mental capacity that we can judge here. But a person that has had four or five, maybe six knee surgeries and still plays at 200 miles an hour is probably a crazy man. And he plays like one of them badass kids. That you just, them dirty ass kids. You just might that you just very, come very close to just fighting. It's just playing too hard. They're not playing hard. They're just playing wild. That's how he plays. Just playing wild. Trying to go for the ball and smack your arm and shit. Like, you know, know, shit like that. Somebody just got to beat up. But I think he get a bad rep. Uh, You know, you look at his stat line last year in uh, the elimination game. Uh, Nigga missed like... uh, (laughs) Nigga missed like 20 shots. I'll be honest. He takes some terrible shots. Some awful shots. I think you think he's Curry. Uh, he has confidence in thinking he's Curry. He's not even Seth Curry. He's not Dale Curry. He's not even Curry Chicken. Nigga, just, it's just shooting. But if you actually watch the game, because stats don't tell the whole story. Stats never tell the whole story. If you actually watch the game, uh, you watch Paul George not want to shoot at all. You would see Russell Westbrook pass him the ball, go to the other side of the court, and let him try to do something. 
that try to do something turns into excuse me five dribbles stuck in a pivot about to travel getting deed up and making a wild pass and next thing you know it's three seconds left on the clock and russ has to go around because the person that he's passing it to who's not russell westbrook because he's on the other side of the court would not shoot the ball that person will also try to find Russell Westbrook. So now Russell Westbrook has to take a terrible fucking shot with two seconds left on a, on the clock, on a shot clock. So sometimes this is how fucking things go. One of my uh, and my favorite teams to berate uh, because I think they just have some of the some of the worst fans. Uh, actually, let me spend some time on this. The Houston Rockets, the Houston fans in general. Let me tell you this, y'all. You can either talk, you can talk to somebody from Houston. These are the biggest bandwagon. How are you a bandwagon for your own team? These people are not ride or die. When the Saints trash, people still like those games. Believe it. When the Saints are trash, people are still at those games. Let me take you back down memory lane right here. Let me name another team. What other team is trash? The Browns? The Nigga, the Browns is like 3-60 and 60 in the last one year. Last year, they, they lost 63 games. They lost 60 games last year. Ain't even that many fucking games in the NFL. That's how many games they lost last year. Number one, let's go to the Astros or the Lastros. Four or five years ago, when they're losing 400 games in four years, let me tell you this. They couldn't give a fucking ticket away. Want me to tell you how they couldn't give a ticket away? Because I was given a ticket and I tore the bitch up. I don't want a ticket to go see uh, baseball. I don't even care because they're winning right now. Those seats were empty three or four years ago. Empty. Butt, bucket ass, naked. The whole mini made. The tops empty. $6 tickets sitting at the dugout. These are facts. The Texans, two years ago, three years ago, they've been trash this whole time. So it's not like they're winning now. But when they were even trasher, you remember the game when they was getting the shit beat out of them by the Chiefs and the entire NRG? Stadium left in like the third quarter. Niggas down 30 nothing. And it's like, okay, let's just we trying to dodge traffic. We'll see y'all later. The Rockets. Five years, four years ago, five years ago. Tickets, six dollars. Middle section, eight dollars. It's a fact. Let me tell you it's a fact because I bought a ticket for eight dollars for Ticketmaster. Sat my ass right in the middle. I spent more on nachos than I did on tickets. But when they're winning, it's Clutch City. It's parade time. It's Texans. Oh, you know, worst, worst division in NFL history. They couldn't give a fucking ticket away in this entire city. They couldn't give a ticket away. McDonald's, nigga. McDonald's was trying to give tickets away. Here, buy this fucking double quarter pounder. Get a free ticket that go with it. They couldn't give these shits away. Now, 
It's Clutch City. We're a series. Oh, well, you know, we always been here. We always been around. Not when they was losing four hundred games and and four years. They always been here. These are some. These are. They're easily, the the just the the entire state. The Rangers suck. Cowboys suck. Spurs, San Antonio doesn't even count. Like San Antonio is Texas, but it's San Antonio. Spurs don't count. The Mavericks stink. The Rockets stink. And I know the Rockets stink. It's because whenever I'm out and about, nobody's talking about the fucking Rockets. They're talking about the Texans now. They're talking about next year with the Astros now. They will completely forget. They will completely block out a team that's losing during the season. So if you are in Houston or you know any Houston fans, talk to them about basketball. And they'll say, man, it's still football season right now. And it's still football season because the Texans are first in a terrible division. But if the Texans was last, like they usually are, then it would be, oh, it's rocket season. Because the Astros are out of the fuck. The Astros were just knocked out of the playoffs. So they have nothing to talk about. They might be talking about fucking Ted Cruz and uh, Beto, whatever this nigga name is. They might be talking about these niggas now. It's just, it's just how they operate. They're, some of the, they're easily some of the worst fans. Two of, the top, two of my top five worst uh, fans are in one state. And that's every Houston fan. And that's the Cowboys fans. Let me give you a top five. Sports in general. Number five. Knicks fans. This is based purely off the fact that I hate New York as a state. As a city. Um, as a, a, a piece of place that is in the United States. As a spot on my earth. They ever won championships since 1973. There's a lot been going on since 1973. Um, about 45 years worth of shit has been going on since 1973. Number four. Any, and I mean any and all, farm town teams. If you got a fucking barnyard in front of you, if you hear pigs in the morning, if a cock-a-doo-doo-doo wakes you up, if the tallest building in your city is the building for the news station, if the bar got fucking saloon doors on it, I'm talking to you. Sorry, buddy. This is what it is. If you got one Walmart, If all y'all get together is at the, at the farmer's market. If you're out there, you know, you go to a party and they got bush light there. I'm talking to you. Oklahoma City. Cleveland. Uh, uh, South Carolina don't even have a, a professional team. Uh, them too. Milk a cow. Let the real let the real cities talk about real sports. 
Number three, Boston fans. Massachusetts as a whole, the entire area of Northeast United States of America. All that can can kiss my ass. First of all, for the last maybe 20 years, Boston has had all of their teams win a championship. All, all of their teams have won a championship in the last 20 years. Some several fucking times. Fences Tom Brady has like five of them. The Bruins have like two or three of them. That's the hockey team. The Red Sox has like five of them. The Celtics has won in the last 20 years. Now, this is mostly because of hate. And, you know, and that's completely fine with me. Because, you know, I thrive off of it. Negativity is just, I don't even need to eat. I just need to think negative thoughts. That, that, that fills my belly up just fucking fine. Boston, uh, kiss my ass. Number two. And this is a recent number two because for my entire life, they were number one. That would be the Dallas Cowboys. Let me, give you a, let me give you a little bit of history. Let me give you a little bit of history. Their last Super Bowl win was 1995. Uh, they, had won three of the, they had won three or four. Uh, the very next year, they lost in the semifinals in the uh, uh, I was about to say Eastern Conference, the NFC semifinals. They won about three playoff games. I'm really being kind because I think it's two. I give them three. They've won three playoff games since 1995. How many years from 1995 to 2018? Now, I'll let you gather your thoughts. A long fucking time. They're garbage. They're trash. And is and they're terrible. It's a it's a oh it's a racist owner. They gave up on their who seemingly mentally brilliant quarterback to go for a rookie. Who in his second and third year? Who, who's going to be completely trash? Everybody has a good first year. The quarterbacks with a good first year doesn't. RG three had a good first year. Tim Tebow had a good first year. And they gave up on. I mean, Romo was pretty broken. You just got to get somebody else, man. Romo was hurt every year. I understand. He's hurt every year. You got a woman beating. Uh, running back with his belly out wearing belly rings. You got Dennis Rodman, little son around his navel. Uh, you got a wide receiver who's not on the team anymore, but you know, hey, just it is what it is. You just have a broken team, and uh, you know, the, the Dallas having a broken team. Just makes me feel wonderful to, to be really honest with you, man. I feel fucking fantastic. I feel amazing because they're so fucking garbage. It brings me so much light, so much joy. It fuels me so much because they are so fucking trash. It just, 
rubbing my belly like I just said a steak here, man. It felt like I just said a steak. I'll be honest, man. I'm feeling pretty good, man. They're fucking terrible. And it's never going to change. And the owner will probably have to just die before anything changes. Typically, debts, you know, I'm not a huge fan of. Here's... I pop a bottle. I put I pull out a I pull out a bottle of some cooks. I pull out a bottle of some cooks spumante for him. Right on his grave. Number one. We already went through this, but this is this entire uh sports team. This is entire Houston. Just the 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 city in general, the people in general. Uh the teams, the fan, just everything that has to do with this place. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty wonderful uh, when they lose. It's pretty wonderful that the Rockets are trash right now. There's a little Cowboys uh, fans. It's pretty wonderful that they're trash. It's pretty wonderful that the Texans are trash, but first in the division. So they can't really be happy. So they kind of like on the edge. Like, oh, you know, we okay. We're not happy because we know... Our team is fucking trash. It's just so wonderful. It's, it's just fantastic, man. It's just fantastic, you know? Just, just a beautiful thing. Whew. I, I, felt, I felt good. I'm sorry. I felt like I just uh, bit into a fucking Klondike ball right there, man. Let's, let's, let's move on. We'll be real quick. We're real, real quick. I want to keep you off hours and hours and everything like that. But Jesus, that felt... I might need a fucking Newport after that. I might need a, a a red pack of camels after that. So, my next talk. This is for my MMA people. If, you, if you're not in MMA, you cut this bitch off right now. That's cool. I understand. And it's the changing of the guard in the UFC. I think that Dana White... Probably on his way out. I'll give you two quick things. The Nate Diaz fight. Excuse me. The Nate Diaz fight. If you listen to his interviews, he constantly says that there's a guy in the company that really likes that's really a fan of the Diaz brothers and that's the person that made that fight he didn't make that fight i assume he was the person that didn't want to make that fight a main event maybe it's his working relationships with the Diaz brothers which of course is a lot longer than all of the new people that are that now on the UFC. But the fact that somebody else orchestrated the fight. Probably not the first time it didn't happen. But it's the first time I've ever seen him publicly say. That he had nothing to do with making a fight. Number two. The Ben Askren and Demetrius Johnson trade. Now if you're still listening. You're not a fan of the UFC. Uh, let me break down what this is. Ben Askren is a wrestler. Uh, he's a not chubby white dude, but he's a he's a regular looking white dude with curly hair. And what he does in all of his fights, 
because he's undefeated. As he grabs you, he grabs the best people he's ever fought. He's fought some very good people. He will grab you, put you to the ground, pin you to the ground, and punch you for five minutes straight. Think of this. Close your eyes here for a second, right? Let's, let's visualize here. Now, whenever I close my eyes, I hold my hands out. Hold your arms out because you, you loosen up, right? That way you get to really feel it. Somebody grabs you by your waist, trips you, takes you down, pins down both of your shoulders, pretty much sits there midsection, lay on the side, they're laying on you, but on the top of your neck by your shoulders. And they got their right hand, and they're going to punch you very, very hard and very fast for five minutes. And then a bell is going to ring. And you're going to go back to your corner and then you're going to come out and you're going to have to do that again for maybe three to five rounds. That sound fun? Not at all. That guy is a former champion in two, two different organizations, two different weight classes. They trade him. The UFC traded Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse Johnson. Small cat, 5'2". Say he walks around at 138, 5'2", 138. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's, nigga, uh, Beyonce's taller than, taller, than, uh, taller than that. But he's the greatest fighter to ever fight. The skill, uh, the dominance, uh, the shit that he can pull off. He does everything well. There's no, he doesn't get tired. There's no, there's no lapses. There's no, you know, Oh, he's a he's a wrestler, so let's strike with him. Oh, he's a striker, so let's wrestle him. There's none of that. If you try to strike with him, he's gonna punch you the fuck up. If you try to wrestle with him, he's gonna take you down and he's gonna beat you the fuck up. Those two cast just traded. Two organizations just traded. We've never seen anything like this before. I can't it, there's no two mega major organizations. Well, they're a major organization in Asia, one FC is, but that's like the AFC and the NFC. Well, that's not even the same thing because they're just they're not. It's the same organization. I can't even think of a proper thing. It's like there was two two footballs. It's like the XFL trading somebody for the NFL. And speaking of XFL, what happened to that bullshit? Where did that go, Vince? He's trying around the trying around the Trump train. He fell on your ass. I dare you to put that trash out. It's gonna be garbage. And I'll personally. Oh, personally, I know my word means nothing. I'm just a random nigga, but I will personally shit on that XFL every single Saturday or Sunday. Whenever you want to come on, if you're smart, you'll come on Saturdays, dummy. But college football might punish you, so if, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do weekends at all, man, nigga. Come on Tuesday, like we say, Tuesdays is trash. Do Tuesdays, but with the trade. If you listen to Ben Askren's side and you listen to Mighty Mouse's side, none of them mentioned Dana White. They mentioned a guy named Hunter, who is uh, one of the top kind of legal legal guys, top lawyers over there at the the UFC now. He's, He's pretty much loyal to the stars. He's the one that got the trade done. 
He's the one that orchestrated everything. He's the one that both manages what a manager from Demetrius Johnson. He's the person that he went to. He didn't talk to Dana White. And if you listen to any interviews that Dana White gives, he's given a very secondhand explanation on what the trade is and who these people that are just trade. Now, him and Ben Askren have a little bit of history. Understandable. But he has history with everybody. It's beef with everybody. It's fighters. Nobody likes their boss like that. And this is just a simple question for a simple topic. Does Dana White survive 2019? And I'm not saying he's going to be fired. But I'm pretty sure he's going to have to step down. Or do a lesser role. Or maybe he could just be the front man because we all know Dana White. Um, And them introducing a new person. It's probably not what we want to see. Simple question. Y'all let me know what you think. I'll holler.